Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts podcast. This is the Upload Download, a more laid back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning and downloading ourselves. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Oh, interesting. Have you right? seen right. have you seen the reel of the guy who like can slip in and out of his Obi-Wan voice? Uh, or no, it's not slipping in and out of Obi-Wan, but it's um doing impersonations of Obi-Wan as if someone else played them. So for instance, he did one, I think, with Owen Wilson. Yes, I did see that. So funny. It's terrific. Hilarious. <laughs> um like, yeah. hello there uh-huh. hello hello yours there. isn't as good as his but that's it's okay. not as good no yeah wow. it's okay though <laughs> sounds more like wow. um family guy like stewie or something i don't know those oh, other little, vibes little like peter griffin okay <laughs> there we go that, that's even more accurate now yeah yeah there we go we found my niche <laughs> i feel like i could do a whole episode <laughs> just doing different i was just thinking i was like how funny would it be can, for us to like come on and in? just like be in a completely different accent the whole entire time. Um, funny, I, I think I have this information correct. Um, an ex of mine who, if he's still listening, yeah. props, but also hilarious. <laughs> um, and welcome. No, no spite or anything. Not at all. Um, Not but at all. I know that there's something to do with him and his childhood friends. And they would like see how long they could last talking in British accents. But I feel like oh, there was something yeah. I'll have to go back and like ask him because I feel like there was something specific um, around like the context of why they were doing it. Like, I don't know if it was a competition or okay. I don't know. There, there were three of them that were like good childhood friends. And one of them moved from Germany when he was, I think, like 10 or something like that. Like fairly, fairly young, but old enough that like. Um, like he still has his accent or right. I, mean, I, don't, I haven't yeah. seen him in a number of years but anyways and so maybe it has I don't know I can't remember what it was I'll have to find out but just hilarious <laughs> I love that mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm trying to think of how we could work in because okay a little a little peek behind the curtain for anyone listening Andrea mm-hmm. and I have been trying to think of a way to get Andrea's wild obsession with celebrity gossip oh my god on the podcast <laughs> so it'll be fun is if yeah. you like is if i'd like do impersonations of different Ooh. celebrities and, and i have to guess and, like, who it is and then you have to like yeah like guess who it is and then Ooh, you that could do be like fun. an interview do like an interview with different celebrities that's funny <laughs> that'd be kind of fun um yeah that'd okay be, that could that'd be a that wild be a ride very short um bit of of a a little episode i don't know what i'm yeah, trying yeah. to say like, like not a long a little, portion of it but just for like, like and celebrity interview segment or something like that funny or yeah. even just like a who am i like if you like it could be like a trivia thing where like you do some research and i have to try and figure out who it is that you're talking about like you know like giving me right. five facts about a, or three facts about a person and i have to guess who it is i don't know if i mentioned Ooh, it on here before be but fun. i started following this account on instagram um, I can't remember what it's something underscore film, but it's this girl in the UK somewhere. Um, and she, um, 
what does she do? It's either she's big into film, obviously, because her handle has has the word film in it. Um, right. I don't know if she yeah. just is like a huge movie buff or what, but she will either. I think three segments that I've sort of seen since I've been following her. Um, and she has, you ha- you get three guesses to guess the film. Um, and she'll either play a music clip from the film or, okay. um, she'll show like scenes from the film or, um, uh, like costume design pieces or whatever from the film. Oh, and, interesting. and she, she shows three of them and you're trying to guess what the film is or what the song is or whatever it is. Um, and then. Uh, like, I mean, she's pretty good because she's like, lock your answer in the comments, which obviously is a algorithm thing. Um, oh, and, that's good. Yeah. And then like, try and guess it. Like if you guess it on the first guess, you get three points. If you guess it on the second guess, you get two points. And if you get it on the third one, you get one point. Um, and like, yeah, just to see. It. Anyways, it's very, it's quite fun. Hmm. Um there are some times where I'm just like devastated that I didn't recognize. I'm not very good at music. I'm not very good at identifying um, the music from films. Right. I get that's that. That's my downfall. Like, I love music, but I'm not into, like, which movies have which songs. Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, also there's not. Some, there's some that I probably could identify, but right. it would be very rare for sure. I'm also not good at guessing the name of songs. Like, I can oh, sing along yeah. to, like, a whole song. Um, but guessing the actual title of the song, I'm really bad at Matt and I were playing this the other night. This is how nerdy we are. Um, some, I think he was like, somehow Taylor Swift came up in our conversation. I don't know if it was that he was listening to the episode or what, maybe I was, woe is me that I still don't have tickets to a concert. Um, (laughs) but a little we column were, a little column b yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but he decided he just like picked up his phone he wouldn't play this card game with me but he was like let's play a game where i play um a couple you know a couple snippets of a song of taylor swift and you tell me what song it is and i was like oh, okay like Ooh, i'm not cool. good i'm not good at guessing the names of songs um and then I like we were playing and I was like, man, this is really starting to make me feel like I'm a bad Taylor Swift fan. I don't know the <laughs> yeah. names of some of these songs, but like I was often very good at guessing what album it was from um, okay. and also could sing along with like the majority of the song, if not all of it. And so right. anyways, it was just funny, but that's funny. Yeah. So that's a fun little quiz, like testing somebody on their favorite band. Like, mm-hmm. okay, do you actually know the names of the songs yeah. of your favorite band? Oh, I remember it came up because there was a reel I saw of this girl and she was guessing. And I don't know if it was like a full on joke, but she was guessing the name of the Taylor Swift song within like one second, not even a second of the person playing the beginning. It was like the start of the song and she would guess what song it was. And she was like 99% accurate. It was wild. I mean, again, I don't know if it was like a joke, but. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like Anyways. for a while in my teens, when I was listening to Linkin Park, I mm. had that same ability with their right. first two albums, like Meteora and Hybrid Theory. Okay. I just listened to those albums so much. So like, much. If it was yeah. two seconds of the first song, I could say like, "Oh, one step closer." Yeah. Or, um, faint, or right. numb, or yeah, whatever. So yeah. funny. So funny. I Anyways, like I, I could do that with very few bands. You know. But um, anyway, I love it. 
Yeah. Um, so we're how about yeah? Let's let's just do it. Let's, let's just jump just right it. in. So we're diving okay. in. We're talking um, about. We don't have anyone on this week, so yeah. it's just the two of us, and we're just upload download. We're back to our um, regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, which is funny because I didn't really remember how we did this before, but it's been a long time. But we wanted to just talk about, I guess maybe, like kind of in light of last week's episode, um, in church hurt. Uh, I guess just so. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of piggybacking off of it, but also it's completely unrelated. I'm just like mental yeah, it's, health. It's like in general. related and unrelated. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, mental health. Um, we were kind of thinking of like how you take care of yourself. Like, what is you know what does self care mean to you, um, or what does it not mean to you, or what are ways that you wish that you could have self care? That was a big one for me when we were kind of brainstorming ideas. Mm, yeah. Um, and then for you, it was kind of like. I don't know. You can speak to it, I guess. Yeah, like, um, like I mean, the the biggest example right now is this week. I took the whole week off of work, um, because I've just been feeling kind of, kind of burnt out a little bit at work lately. Kind of, kind of emptied, and I normally enjoy my job, and I really enjoy the people I work with. Like that has not changed at all. I still really enjoy the people I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Some some days, like especially after the weekend, it's like it takes a bit for me to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. And to recover from my weekend. And also on top of that, like you and I were talking a little bit about our capacity a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And oh yes, yeah. I was I was talking about it more in light of work and life and like family stuff and you know, joining the choir again this year and all of it. Like, I just feel like I'm at capacity and yeah. I feel like, I, I think you sort of said something similar, just, you know, being a mom and yeah. doing all the things that you do every day. Uh-huh. Well, I think, so. yeah, like for me, I feel like there is my daytime job <laughs> of being yeah, a mom. Yeah. And then there's also just like wanting to still have time for me, but not necessarily feeling like I have a lot of space on my like proverbial table I don't know is that the right yeah I think so like yeah like if you think of it I remember I had this I don't know if it was a prof in in university or something but talking about um you're like yeah if you think of I forget what it was that we were talking about but it just now made me think of it Um, but you think of your sort of your mental load as a table and how much space you have on that table. And so a good chunk of my table is filled up with home life, whether that's Mm. being a mom, whether that's being a wife, um, being a pet owner, like whatever it is. Um, and then I have choir, which also takes up a, not as big of a, uh, well, I mean, there's, there's the space. And then there's the weight, I feel like, which are two different things. Mm, yeah, that's legit. So I think, I think for sure, like being my, like my home life, everything that I just mentioned has both. It is a big space, um, taker upper, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it's also quite heavy. Like, you yeah. know, if I, if I don't, you know, if I don't fit going to the grocery store to get groceries into my week somewhere when we need groceries, then 
we often are the worst and we'll order in because we don't have the food to make the meal that we wanted to make. And then that is sort of like a domino effect into affecting our finances. Like we're, you know, spending money that we didn't mean to spend on that specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, choir takes up a smaller physical space on my imaginary table. Um, but it's a pretty big weight right now, or maybe it's the other way around actually. Um, I guess when I think of weight, I think of maybe like the importance factor. Where is it mm. on my importance like scale? Urgency. And, yeah. And then the, yeah. S- the physical space that's not actually physical, um, is, you know, like how much time does it take? How much effort does it take? That kind of thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, anyways, it's, uh, there's a lot of different things on my table, um, and figuring out how to sort of juggle it all while still doing a good job or a good enough job um, at each of them, but recognizing that like, yeah, like home life, mom, being mom to my kids is probably the most important, but knowing that there are still times that it's hard (laughs) and that I'm not good at it and um, things fall through the cracks and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could take a week off of my work, <laughs> but I don't yeah, really know. That's fair. I don't really know what would happen yeah. if I just didn't show up. Um, well, I mean, the kids would not eat and that's a problem. So big problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mental health. It's a, it's a crazy one that I think we don't necessarily put enough thought into a lot of the time like how are we Mm. taking care of ourselves um so like it's good that you have taken off this week and and we're able to take off this week um whether or not you sort of pay for that later on down the road is another story but yeah well and i mean i get vacation time at work thankfully so it's encouraged that i take time off yeah um i definitely I, i think it was like two weeks ago i went to my I guess therapist. Um, she's she's a therapist at the family doctor that I go to. Okay. So like an yep. in-house sort of yep. counselor type person. Um, and I've been seeing her for probably about a year, maybe okay. a year and change. And it's it's been good to just talk with somebody outside of work, outside of family, yeah. outside of relationships, yeah. any of that. It's good to just talk to someone who's like, unbiased totally removed from your yeah removed from your circle yeah and just say like this is the stuff that i'm dealing with this is what i think about every day these are the stresses that i live with this is Mm -hmm. what i think about all of this like maybe relationships or family dynamics or work stress or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. having someone that i can honestly just come to and say like this is what i'm thinking about lately and it kind of sucks and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like i'm kind of doing okay but this one little thing has been annoying yeah um you know, someone to just unload that yeah. and help verbally process it with who's totally. a trained. professional yeah. and is trained and is unbiased as yeah. well has been really helpful. So um, awesome. a few weeks ago, I talked with her and I said, like, I've got this week coming up that I took off of work. And she asked, great, um, you know, do you have any plans? Mm-hmm. And I said, nope. And she said, good. <laughs> <laughs> End of session. <laughs> yeah. But it it came 
like some of what we were talking about was similar to what you and I were talking about, about the yeah. whole capacity thing. And yeah. that I was feeling quite overwhelmed and really busy and just very stressed out. And I didn't have a lot of time for myself in the evenings mm-hmm. and for myself during the day. Yeah. I only have two days of a weekend and they're often yeah. taken up by different things. And um, so she said, Granted, like, unlike, you know, or, don't sorry. tell anybody about your week off. Yeah. Like just keep oh, it to yourself. Let okay. yourself have a week. Yeah. Um, make whatever plans you want, but make sure that you have enough space and enough time to legitimately not do anything. Right. You know, let That's yourself good. have that rest yeah. and that space, that room mm-hmm. to breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry yeah, I cut you good. off there. No, I was just going to say, um, you know, like, not that I'm downplaying it, but the this idea of like having a two-day weekend having your evenings filled up, like you are not alone in that, right? Like there's like a lot of people have that same situation. And I mean, I think that we live in a society where there are people that might come at that from like a welcome to the real life sort of mentality. And it's like, well, yeah, but also are you taking care of yourself in amongst those things, right? Like um, yeah, you, absolutely. you as in JMO are sitting here being like, yeah, like I am busy and I am doing a lot of things, but I also know when I'm doing too many things and need to take a step back. And right. I think that's super healthy. Whereas I think there are people potentially the generations before us, <laughs> um, <laughs> who are just very used to putting their head down and working and, um, making that paycheck and making sure that that paycheck is consistent, whether, um, it's like bi-weekly or monthly, but, um, and I mean, obviously really nice that you have a paid vacation, which is great. Yeah. That's huge. Not always the case for everyone, but, definitely. um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, not all, not everyone has the privilege to take the week off of work. Totally. Like yourself included being a mom, you don't have that privilege, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nice. I mean, like, so Matt was away, um, at choir camp, like a big old nerd, um, with his nerd. Students. This one time at choir camp, <laughs> exactly right. Well, yeah. funny the band was there too, so it was like legitimately a it was like total legit nerd fest. Yeah, yeah. Um, caveat: he is a choral conductor at a high school, um, fine art, yeah. fine arts high school, and so it it's is legit part of his job. Um, but he loves it so. I can still make fun yeah. of him. He's not just a nerd for nerd's sake. No, he's you know? a nerd for career he's sake. A nerd for a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, and so yeah, he was gone, so I was on my own for the last three days, and um, which is like it's a fun time. Part of it is like this sucks, and part of it is like oh, I get to do it all. Um. Yeah. By myself. Anyways, and but before he left on Sunday he left on Monday so on Sunday um I had gone out in the morning and um I was with my mom and he was like just take your time like go and have lunch if you want and I was like oh okay so I went to the mm, mall we had lunch nice. we like spent most of our time like sitting at the table just eating and talking but then did a couple shops but yeah it like to find that balance, right? And mm-hmm. and between the two of us to recognize that, like, for him to recognize, oh, hey, I'm gone for the next three days. She's doing breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bedtime and nap time and all the other things in between. Yeah. Um, let's give her an extra 
couple of hours <laughs> uh, before I go, which is super sweet. So I was very grateful for that. But um, yeah, it's not it's not easy. There's a lot of people I feel like that wouldn't find it necessarily easy to take the time off, but it's good when they can recognize that even though it's not easy, it's necessary, like out of yeah. necessity. And to be able to catch that before things get really bad you know what i mean like yeah, before it's too late before yeah. you're actually burned out and losing totally. sleep and yeah yeah drinking a lot more at home or right. whatever it is like what, whatever the symptom presents yeah. itself as yeah 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 it's good it's good to be able to recognize that so i think i think that like our generation and younger and i i mean i think lisette sort of spoke to it too mm. that the generation after us um, is really good at just like really picking up on those kinds of things. Um, I can't remember the context she was speaking about, but there's a, there's just a little bit more, um, passion for taking care of ourselves and taking care Mm. of others who are not doing well or are going through hard things or are in minorities or whatever it is. Um, and I think that that's, yeah, really cool. So. It's like a heightened awareness, mm-hmm. you know, that that is now permeating that generation, that they are aware of things mm-hmm. happening in their peer group and in the mm-hmm. world. I mean, and it's devastating because probably a large chunk of why they are is, yeah. I mean, they are part of this humongous movement of like cyberbullying and just bullying in general and, and self-esteem issues. Not that our generation and and before us don't have those, but I feel like there's just, they have been brought in just like a completely different wave of energy. Um, yeah. Which is really unfortunate. But well, and you think about it, like when you and I were in high school, mm-hmm. we didn't really have the internet for that. No. Mm-mm. So there's now a heightened awareness of people having these conversations, people saying like my mental health is struggling or I'm being bullied at school. And like, there's just more of that in the zeitgeist that Mm -hmm. people are honestly just aware of. And so, or, or just like feeling that they can talk about it too. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly like that awareness brings about the ability to talk about it with other people because you know that other people in your circle are also aware of this stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there was there was one thing that I was thinking about after we had that conversation with Lisette about mental health. And mm-hmm. I was it, it was it wasn't really appropriate, I think, at that time to discuss it, but mm. I wonder if it's more fitting now. Mm. Like the I, I didn't really I, I think I touched on it a little bit as far as like the theology of what I grew up believing. Sure. Mm-hmm. But that type of like five point Calvinism theology really affected the way that I see the world. Right. And I grew up with this deep, deep, deep level of shame mm. that I was broken and that I'm wretched mm. and that I'm mm-hmm. beyond saving. And the only thing that can save me is, you know, this love of Jesus. Sure. And realizing that there is good in me. Mm-hmm. That I am good, that I am mm-hmm. of God, that I am of love, mm-hmm. and that I have that love within me. Um, can I ask you a personal question? And you can decide whether or not you want to answer it? Yeah, sure. So you say five point count. Cal- like, I don't know much about that. But um, in terms of 
having that shame, was that a personal, like, this is how your journey went through the church and this is how you came out of it? Or is there like a teaching that is telling all people that they are inherently bad and inherently not yeah, it's, good? It's like, a teaching. It's a okay. theological point within five wow. point Calvinism. So okay. the five point is just, it's an acronym. It's called TULIP. Okay. The And so each one of those letters represents a different theological idea the first of which is total depravity which means that you are broken that you are sinful that you are completely depraved and corrupt and all of that and so the way that that um the way that that can affect people especially if we're talking about like mental health like on a developmental psychological level for kids that's not a healthy thing to teach no, children. No. It's just not. Well, anyone. To teach them that they're broken. <laughs> to teach anyone, yeah. Yeah. But especially a child. Sure. Where they're still learning and their brain is still yeah. growing. They're, yeah. they're not fully developed yet. Um, and so to think that it's appropriate to teach kids that type of theology from such a young age, like I'm still dealing with that. And I haven't attended my parents' church in 13 years. Wow. You know, like I'm still unpacking the effects that that type of theology has had on my existence and on and the way that go. I see the world. And yeah, they still, and, go, and they still go. Do yeah. they, have you ever had conversations? Like, do they, um, maybe this is going too deep into it, but do they have um, the same thoughts about themselves? I don't know, honestly. Hmm. Um, my thought is that if one is raised in a theological system like that and one continues to attend, that there is a level at which you do honestly believe that that is the case for you as well. Um, and it's it's tough, right? Like that mm-hmm. environment was really toxic for me mm-hmm. and harmful. Mm-hmm. And so I had to leave. Yeah. And they still choose to attend. And so then what do I do with that, right? Like right. How, how do I reconcile that it was harmful for me and it's beneficial for them? Right. And I'm, I don't, I'm still well, kind of I mean, that out, is it beneficial but, for them? Like, we don't know, right? Like, well, I guess I don't know. You might know, yeah. but, um, and maybe that's like more of a, an open-ended, um, question in terms of like, is it, is it beneficial? Like, are they actually, do they legitimately find it beneficial? That would be an right. interesting conversation. Yeah. I mean, you would think that there's some sort of a benefit because they're still in attendance, but yeah. And like psychologically, that. there is benefits to attending a church, to attending yep. a mosque or a synagogue or sure. any kind of spiritual or religious gathering. Like there are psychological benefits to that. Absolutely. It's one of the healthiest ways to bring up children is to mm. have them in community with other kids their age, right. to have adults um really supervising. Yeah. And watching them and making sure that they're safe from harm and like there is a sheltering aspect to it that is psychologically helpful mm-hmm. but so often with with any kind of belief system it's powerful mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. if it's dealt with in a poor way totally any yeah 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 i've i've heard it described from one of the podcasts that i listened to by dan coke um He's he's this podcaster. He's got a podcast called uh, You Have Permission. Mm-hmm. And he describes it in a way that I really, I really 
grab onto. He says like spirituality and religion is like a nuclear reactor. Oh, interesting. And that it is the most efficient, clean, um, and powerful way to produce energy. It's very, very powerful. But mm. if something goes wrong, if a malfunction happens, then no vegetation can grow within sure. like a hundred kilometer radius, right? So right. it's wildly destructive as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a balance. Well, and we're way, kind right? of and it, we're seeing it that is super in beneficial, this... but it can be super harmful. Right. And for me, and... it was super harmful. Yeah. And we're seeing that in this like church hurt discussion too, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. 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 Hmm. Anyway, I know that that was a bit that was of a, a tangent. tangent it's but... good. All, good. all of that does still relate to my mental health and how totally, totally, I'm still yeah. processing stuff like that and the things that I was raised with and how I'm still dealing with it, yeah. you know, in at this point in my life, almost 33 years old. Like, oh, it's wild. Yeah, that's hard. That's definitely hard. So then, okay, so then that kind of goes into my whole idea of self-care so so then what kinds of things do you do whether you're choosing to do it or you are making yourself do it for the sake of your mental health um for self-care and I mean I guess maybe before that what do you what what do you define as self-care because I kind of when I was like oh this is something we could talk about I was like hmm what do I like what does self-care mean to me and like you know, when I think about like doing something for myself, what does that look like? What are the things that need to be involved? What are the things that don't become involved? Like, what does that, yeah. What does that look like for you? Self-care. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about that in the context of this week that I've taken off now. Mm-hmm. Um, big thing for me is like sleeping in, making mm-hmm. sure that I'm, which translates to being well-rested. Sure. Making sure that I have enough rest. Yeah. And I'm not getting up super early. Um do you, that I'm able to enjoy myself and sit and just breathe or yeah. watch some YouTube videos or make food and listen to music. Yeah. Um like going on walks. I went for a walk the other day for like an hour and a half, two hours. Oh wow. Just around the area here. It was great. Um it's so fascinating. So doing stuff like that. Like getting out in nature is really is yeah. really good. Yeah. It's fascinating because, like, I like going for a walk. I wouldn't necessarily say, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe I don't do it enough because maybe there is benefit to just having, like, that solitude. I mean, I go out with my kids, but Mm. that's definitely not (laughs) Um, (laughs) self-care. Chasing around a two-year-old. Yeah, I could never go for a walk that long by myself. I am that is that is one thing that I struggle with and I and I think that I have to like sort of sit with this a bit off air maybe. Um mm. but I I am I am a an extrovert and so right. I really energize by being with people. Yeah, yeah. Um but then again, I don't have necessarily the timetable to be able to support that lifestyle um yeah that's and fair. so then when I do I I sort of have like and I realize this about myself maybe more recently since having kids too um that I don't know when to stop and like go home 
So then I end up staying out too late. So then I have this like internal battle of like, I really want to go and I really want to hang out with these people. Right. But I know that if I go, I'm going to stay well past when I should leave <laughs> yeah. because if I don't because get home it's energizing you yeah because then if I don't get home I'm not going to get that like that extra hour or like that hour or whatever of sleep yeah. and then I'm going to be so tired tomorrow so then is it really worth it for me to like go right. out and stay out it's funny but at the same I think there's yeah like there's been a couple of times where either I tell myself like no you need this or Matt will tell me he'll be like no you need to stay out you need you right? should do this yeah. you should do this for yourself like you need it um anyways it's just funny but I don't know yeah like spending time by myself and I don't know if there's maybe something deeper there in terms of like not wanting to be alone with my thoughts or whatever um and that's but I'm, that's legit I'm not honestly. good I'm not good at spending time by myself and I don't right. know if I need to be. I'm not sure. Totally. Well, and, and me being an introvert, like being totally, that extroverted yeah. introvert, and yeah. we've talked about this before, like you're the introverted extrovert. I'm the extroverted introvert Yeah. where I'm perfectly fine being by myself, but I can yeah. also be the life of the party in a group that totally. I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But for me, like my, my most relaxing time is like, if I can just sleep in, <laughs> like take a shower and like uh-huh. cook breakfast and like listen to a podcast and go for take a walk. Take your time. Or yeah. Like go up on Nose Hill for a while yeah. or walk around the the valley here or you know anything that I can do in solitude. Like oh, sign me up. But then I also really love being with my favorite people. Like my right. brother and sister-in-law or yeah. um or my friend Des, or other people from the choir that I like sure. to see every Tuesday, or my D and D group on Monday nights. Like those right. are people that I, I legitimately enjoy spending time with, and uh, you know, any time that I can also do that. Sure. In in conjunction with solitude in the morning, it's like <laughs> super good. Yeah. Like I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'll be very curious to see what happens for you. Um, if you ever like cohabitate with a partner, I've, right. I'm just, yeah. I'm curious to know how that may or may not change the dynamic for you. That's legit. That's, that's something that I've thought about too. Like how, how would this change? Not will this change? It's like, it's going to change, but how would it, totally. how would it change? To what extent would yeah. it change? And and to For what extent sure. are you willing to let it change? Right. Totally. Yeah. 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 Like I've gotten so in my routine, I'm so comfortable with the way that my mornings happen that like to upset that I'm like, Ooh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. What, very, what does, yeah. what does self care look like for you then being maybe more like obviously more extroverted yeah. and not really being able to get away mm-hmm. um, like maybe even just the dynamic of being an extrovert and then having kids as like I, a potential thing yeah. to refuel your energy you know what I mean like having yeah. people around that are still learning how to be people admittedly Sure. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Definitely. 100%. They're still learning. <laughs> they will yeah. be forever learning. And I <laughs> For a long really time. hope that I can help support them along the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and I are in our 30s and we're still learning <laughs> how to be people. <laughs> uh, yes. Some days. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Interesting. I, because there's like, 
what I wish that I did for self-care, I think. And then there's what I mm. am able to do for self-care. Um, and I, yeah, like I think that I'm probably not giving myself um, the like ability or the grace or the whatever to actually do the things that would re-energize me because I think too much about the next day and how it will affect me in the next day. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, and I mean, uh, part of it too. And, um, my, like <laughs> my ongoing conversation with Matt, we live in Okotoks and so it's a good, like from my group of friends or the, my people, um, it's like a good 25 minutes minimum from anyone yeah. that I know. Yeah. Um, and so like when that's, I, that's tough. Yeah. And what, I mean, it's, which sounds stupid because I feel like at most of the time people in Calgary can say like, it takes me about 20 minutes to get anywhere because Calgary is just set up that way. But True. I don't know. There's, there's this like mental block, I think of like, I live outside of the city um, and I think this is a mental block for me. And I think it's a mental block for like a good chunk of people in my life that um, it becomes like a, we really have to like plan this out in order to make something happen. So mm. oftentimes, oftentimes um, I end up meeting someone sort of in a halfway zone. Um, but then that gets expensive because you're not able to yeah. just go over and hang out at their house or um, have them over at your house or, you know, whatever. Um, and so you're, you end up going somewhere and you have to spend money on something. And so then that's a whole yeah, other factor, right? Yeah. So there's like a you're time factor. you spending money on gas and totally. coffee or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a time factor and then there's a financial factor. And I think I, this time in our life, um, especially being on maternity leave, which <laughs> PSA does not <laughs> pay an amazing <laughs> full-time salary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think I have to be sort of like selective on what I do end up doing. And then I think for me, I end up overthinking it and then I don't do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like, yeah, we'll work myself up. So like recently, um, I had a friend post on Instagram and she was looking to start, well, she was looking for anyone that was part of a book club that she could join and then a couple slides later, she was like, alternatively, um, if I were to start a book club, would anyone want to join it? And I was like, yes. Like, I love reading. This seems perfect for me. Um, and so now we've As organized. by the amount of books you've had on download. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm pretty excited. Like, the the hard part for me will be keeping up with I've never been in a book club before, but keeping right. up with like the um, timely factor of like you have to read the book before the next book club meeting yeah, so yeah. that you can actually talk about the book. And as long as I can like, I guess maybe self-care is going to become making sure that I read before bed every night, which I usually do. Um, but, you know, putting my phone down 15, 20 minutes earlier so that I can just read. Sure. Um, yeah. like that is a free self-care option. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, yeah, if, if I had more money in the pockets, um, 
there's definitely different things that I would do or feel more comfortable doing. Um, but I guess with the whole Okotoks discussion, you know, it's an ongoing conversation in our house as to how long do we live out here for? Um, sure. Because yeah. realistically, um, it affects my mental health. I don't have community out here. Um, I have like really softly tried to make community. Um, hasn't worked out necessarily in my favor, which feels weird. Um, I also think that just like putting it out there, it's very hard to make new friends when you are in your thirties. Like, yeah, um, I completely agree. Or not even in your thirties, but just like when you have established friend groups, it's hard to make new friends. It's hard to let new people into your friend group. Um, yeah. So anyways, I personally would love to move back into Calgary so that I am more accessible to the people that are important in my life. Um, sure. So that I can spend more time with them and fulfill my uh, mental health card. <laughs> I, don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Or fulfill your mental health needs, right? Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. get the self-care that you need. Totally. Get the support and the yeah. community and the encouragement. So we'll pay exorbitant amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. Due to the housing market. For sure. In order to pay less money for my like once every two week hangout with friends or something. <laughs> sounds yeah. that sounds like balanced, right? That's, like yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's an even trade, for sure. <laughs> It'll work out. Crunch some numbers. But yeah, I get that. Like especially I don't know, like in 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 our thirties and it has not helped having a pandemic for the last several no. years either. Yeah. No. That was that was really tough. Mm-hmm. Like my friend group at that point like during the pandemic shrunk significantly. Mm-hmm. It was really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, a, because I wasn't really going to church either. And that's mm-hmm. a big portion of community just built in. Uh-huh. Um, having a community of people that you see every week, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Like you're you're not allowed to see people too. Totally. You're just yeah. not. I was talking to a friend about that recently. Just like that church is such a yeah, it is such a built-in. That's such a good way to put it. It's such a built-in community yeah. that you don't really have to put a whole ton of effort in. Like you show up on a Sunday to a new church and like most times, hopefully, you are being welcomed. Or maybe you know people already, like whatever the situation is. Sure. And it's it's so wildly, for, as someone who's been raised in the church, it's so wildly um, difficult to wrap my head around having that same sort of community outside of the church. Like, what does that even look like? Yeah, totally. Right? Like, how do you, like, I have choir, but still, there's like a lot of church people in our choir. Um, yeah. And how do you, anyways, this is like fully off topic, but it just made me think of that conversation. And, and I was like, yeah, like, I like playing games. I like reading books. So how can I somehow weave that into my life to have friend groups with people that aren't necessarily connected to the church or have people within that group Mm. that aren't, right? Like, so that it's not just a full-on Christian hangout. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just think I'm so surrounded by such a one-sided culture that it could be valuable to expand my friend group palette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even doing something like what I do every week with D&D. Yeah. Like these guys are all 
like they all go to church too and that's fine um but we never talk about it right. we talk about the dragons that we're going to kill this week totally right? yeah yeah like it it's nothing it has nothing to do with church at all it's just this thing that we have a common interest in and for you that could be a book club that you're Mm -hmm. joining Mm -hmm. you have a common interest with other people in this book that you're reading and consuming yeah and you can all get together and discuss it and there doesn't have to be you know it doesn't have to be a theology book right right? it can be a historical drama Mm -hmm. you know here's hoping one of those comes up but yeah having something like a religious context or a religious community outside of a religious context yeah that's something that's kind of interesting because there is so many there are so many psychological benefits to being in a religious community like that right but for those of us that have been harmed by the church it doesn't feel like an option well and it's not necessarily going to be an inviting option Or it's not going to feel like an inviting option. And it's going to be tough to get into a community like that when you're Mm -hmm. in your 30s and you already have certain friend groups and you already know certain people. And, you know, you're coming in with your own baggage and your own history into a place like that and trying to be open to meeting people and Mm -hmm. and learning new things. That's Mm -hmm. tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. All that wrapped under self-care, hey? (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) What what are other things that that you envision as self-care um maybe outside of you know going on a walk or hanging out with people or anything like that like what else what else do you do you find actually maybe I'll phrase it a different way like what what else do you do to feed yourself or to um feed your soul really mm or to relax or to experience new things mm. or to um stretch and grow like what are other things in your life that that those kind mm-hmm. of um, that those terms happen around I mean I think like in terms of growth I think right now I would say that I probably situate myself in conversations with people that I know will challenge me or challenge what I have previously thought. Mm. Um, but I, it's not like I plan for those conversations. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. I don't, I don't say like, Oh, Hey, I need to grow this week. So like, I'm going to hang out with this person <laughs> so that we can yeah. talk about that. It, yeah. it just sort of organically comes up. But like, I would say that, yeah, like I just, I have people in my life um, that, that will call me out on things that will, um, ask me questions and probe things, um, and challenge me. Um, and also, you know, vice versa that I can do the same to them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, or just like listening to podcasts. Um, totally. I wouldn't say that I, I, I'm not like as big of a podcast listener as you are. Um, but I've just like recently, um, I, I think my, like my, the things just sort of like kind of cross over. So like my obsession with um, celebrity culture, let's say, um, right. yeah. feeds into learning things about like hilarious this week with the whole, are you a football person? 
<laughs> I know we're exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> um, see, I'm not a football person, so I yeah. am like the stigma of all these Taylor Swift people who yeah. are now seeing Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, whatever's going on there or whatever isn't going on there. But then now my out like all my feeds are are, you know, I'm getting snippets of the podcast that Travis and his brother shoot j j j john j jace jason jason um uh <laughs> we got have together and so now i'm like oh i think i want to listen to that podcast which i'm sure they're going to get an insane spike in their listening oh, for sure like i've, I've seen a few so funny. statistics on that already because i've been since since our taylor swift episode <laughs> i've gotten so much Taylor Swift content on my <laughs> Facebook feed. It's insane. That's funny. <laughs> Mostly around, like initially it was around the Eras tour and sure. the record that she's shattering and the yeah. stuff that's happening and the tickets. Yeah. And, um, like that football coach that was like, I saw her perform for three hours. Like she's the best yes. performer yeah, of her yeah, generation, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now it's like evolved into this Taylor Swift with this uh, Travis, whatever, football player. And now I'm seeing stuff about like, uh travis kelsey uh jerseys have sold like, by over 400 percent like yeah increasing the amount of people sales. the amount of women watching football so now funny. is increased by like 63 so percent or something like that just because of taylor swift going to one football game <laughs> like well and just like that's yeah power bro well but he yeah i mean i could go on a full on tangent but anyways for sure yeah it so that like my, yeah, my life crosses over in that regard where I like have this obsession with celebrity lives. And then I see that, you know, so-and-so was on like, so recently Jonathan Van Ness was on Armchair Experts podcast and there's a whole controversy um, about that like episode. That. And so I started yeah. listening to it last night and then had a conversation with a friend that I know is also a Jonathan Van Ness fan and had, sure. and, you know, was checking in to see what they thought and, just like a complete outrage and so I'm like okay I feel like I need do need to and so anyways it just it sort of like snowballs um my obsession with celebrities and then how I can learn things from these celebrities ironically sure yeah um but yeah I I I don't know um when I think like because I love to read but I almost almost always will not pick up um, like a nonfiction book. I will always pick up a fiction book over nonfiction. Right. So right. I'm not necessarily learning through literature in that way. I mean, sometimes the odd thing comes up in a fiction book that I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Or what is that alluding to or whatever? And so then I somehow will educate myself to make sure I understand the context behind where the story is going. Um, I don't know. I, and I think I'm just in a time of life where I don't feel like I have time. And so I have become very selective in terms of like what I do want to pour my time into. And, and that's feel, totally legit. Like yeah. Based like, on our conversation yeah, about capacity. Yeah. Like if you feel that you're at capacity, it's healthy to get rid of some stuff. Totally. Well, and, and to feel at capacity and then also add in like learning something or researching right. something just feels for me feels so exhausting, like not at all what will bring me joy in any way, right. shape or form. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I mean, I think it could pick up again at some point in my life. Um. I hilariously 
considered and was like looking into master's programs while I was on my maternity leave. Cause I was like, no Oh, I have, <laughs> I've got time. Like I could. And I'm just like, there's no way <laughs> there is no way that I have yeah. the brain capacity, um, to take that on right now as, as intriguing as it might be. So sure. maybe one day we'll see. Yeah. But one, yeah, I one don't know. thing that's like related to this conversation that I was actually talking with my girlfriend about this today. Mm. Um, we were talking about like she wants to start up a podcast as well with a friend of hers. Right. And she was telling me like the theme for their first episode. And um it got me thinking, and I, I don't want to spoil it here, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it got me thinking about this book that uh Des gave me called i think it's the little book of hygge h-y-t-g-e yeah yeah and it's this danish word that essentially just exemplifies a lifestyle Mm -hmm. around having a home that is comfortable and cozy and warm and inviting and having friends in your life that also have those same characteristics and creating a space where you can bring people in and the entire environment is warm mm-hmm. and cozy and mm-hmm. homey and all of it. And it's it's about it's a lifestyle around creating joy and creating yeah. comfort and reducing stress, mm-hmm. stuff like lighting candles at mm-hmm. home or mm-hmm. um having chocolate and baking cookies and having mm-hmm. people over for like hot coffee and laughing with people and playing board games or um creating an environment like for me i've i've really done this in my place with the lamps and the Mm -hmm. lighting that i've chosen Mm -hmm. having light bulbs that are warmer on the on the color spectrum like on the kelvin spectrum stuff that really emulates the experience of being outside in a sunset like that level of light that warm reddish orangey glow right um as a way of relaxing yourself at the end of your day before going to bed yeah but then also creating a environment that's comfortable for Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. and i think having an environment like this this little basement suite that I've turned into this little oasis Mm -hmm. has been so helpful for my mental health because Mm -hmm. it is it's an exciting place for me to come home to every day right which is so valuable I I don't want to feel stressed no I want to leave my whatever stress I have I want to leave it at work I want to leave it at maybe at choir practice or Mm -hmm. if it's a stressful family situation I want to leave it there I want this place to be my sanctuary yeah to be my oasis to be the place that I'm excited to be yeah and just exist and breathe and mm-hmm. um and just soak in you know yeah so for get, me yeah, that's been really helpful that. yeah to to create that kind of a space mm-hmm. and that's that's been a form of self care for me mm. i guess yeah i mean i i don't think about that as self care but i very subconsciously i'm always looking to change a space at home and I I mean not always like I'm not redoing and you know constantly redoing but like how can I improve this space so like now that we have kids and they have shoes we have this like we had this little table at our front door that just became this drop spot and so now we have this like shoe closet kind of thing that still has a table on it 
but also holds all of our kids shoes so that they're not just like scattered everywhere. So yeah, gotcha. like making, yeah. making stuff a little bit more functional. Um, but yeah, interesting. There's, yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe that I'm like, am I ever satisfied in a space? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm constantly like, what else can I do here? You know, like we have, I mean, we've also been like flipping our house over the last four years, but totally. Yeah. Um, and so it just is like an endless, like once you start flipping, it's really hard to stop because that yeah. space looks really yeah. good. And then, so how do you make the next space match the same like, way? Anyway, backsplash is so nice. Oh, make such a nice backsplash. <laughs> Where else can I put the same tile? Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know having, yeah, but I would agree like having a very safe, welcoming, um, you know, I, yeah, whatever kind of space is very relaxed. Like it is helpful, especially like at the end of the night, once we have our kids in bed, we'll often retreat to our basement or we'll sit. I mean, in the summertime we would sit outside in the backyard and right, so we yeah. got better furniture instead of having like a table and chairs we got like you know like a couch sofa situation because we yeah. wanted to spend more time out there um and then that motivates you to spend time outside totally yeah which is so, so. good for your mental health and mm -hmm. just breathing in fresh air totally hearing the flurry of activity around you it's it's really important mm -hmm. yeah yeah, no, I know that's sure. that's been huge for me. Like having a place that I'm excited to come home to mm -hmm. and excited to just sit in and relax in. Yeah. Um I just need to uproot my house in Okotoks into Calgary and then I'll be okay. There we go. <laughs> I'm Done. happy with our house. I do like it. I just want to yeah. be closer to people. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Full circle, folks. Full circle. Bringing it back. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It's interesting. I think the things that maybe we subconsciously do to take care of ourselves. Mm, that's good. Yeah. It is yeah, like good. Things that our body knows are good for us. <laughs> totally. That we just do. Yeah. And I think, I think the more that, we're aware of the need for taking care of ourselves, the more we are potentially just doing it out of habit, which is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like for you, like for, yeah, for you to take this week off of work in my mind, I'm like, it's like the middle of September. It's the end of yeah. September. Like what, what, huh? huh? Like, I think I'm so conditioned to think that summer is when, holidays are or time right. off happens you know what yeah. I mean and not even yeah. like I'm not even thinking in terms of like my teacher brain I'm just like like my family was not a family who did vacations during the school year so I guess it still relates to school but right. um yeah, yeah we would we would always do it during the summer or like right before school started or whatever like there wasn't a lot or spring break was another one like there wasn't sure. a lot of time that we would take away from life in the middle of the year and so like you taking this week off I'm like whoa 
what? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did you do that? Like, yeah. but it's good. You know what I mean? Like for you, you recognized, and it sounds like you did it a couple weeks in advance. And I mean, I'm prob- I'm sure that you have to do that just logistically with work and everything. Totally. Yeah. With scheduling um, and everything. Totally. Yeah. Um, but to just recognize that you need some time off and so you're going to make it happen. Like that's huge. And I think, I think that you probably have a form of like, you know, subconscious awareness of like, I'm getting to the point where I know that if I continue the way that I'm going, I'm going to melt down or not function properly. And so I need to do this for myself to like stop that from happening <laughs> yeah and like as a preventative measure yeah. not as a reactionary totally measure. yeah 100 like seeing it coming i'm like i'm getting yeah. kind of worn out yeah maybe i should take some time off because i yeah. haven't had a vacation since april yeah yeah right so and i mean at this time of year it it's it's a weird transition because now we're getting busier going into Christmas. Christmas, yeah. So the Christmas sure. product is starting to come in. Cute. And I've been working on a lot of stuff with our new website and getting that all finalized and getting the designs figured out and helping our website developers with the structure of how to sure. organize the website for people yeah. to have a better shopping experience. All of that. Anyway, yeah. it's a it's a lot of other work on top of what I already do. Yeah. And so it these last few months have felt really like, huh, like I'm yeah. just drained nearly totally. at the end of the day. I feel that. Yeah. And I have a hard enough time focusing anyway with ADHD <laughs> and then I'm doing yes. six different jobs and sure. I'm being pulled in a bunch of different directions and it takes a while for me to refocus and right. to, to get back to the thing that I was doing before I answered the phone and took a cake order down to the bakery and then had sure. a conversation with someone in the kitchen and then yeah. was helping someone on the gift side with whatever like it it it's always this cascading thing uh-huh so, i get that yeah i get yeah, that having, I, having this time off it was it was also easy because my girlfriend took the same week sure. off as well so yeah. we we had a plan that we wanted to go to turner valley this week so we did that today and it yeah. was glorious and so we good. can talk about that on the download <laughs> but um all of that was was stuff that we both planned but sure even, even her and I have the same week off. We've only seen each other twice this week. Mm. Really? Um, but you know I think what? We That's hung good. Out on Sunday or Saturday. And yeah. then oh no, Saturday for a wedding. And then that was it. Yeah. Like, and then today. It was great. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you had a reason and there was purpose behind taking this time off. And like you said earlier, you told your therapist, you know, and she said, don't make plans. Don't let people know. And I mean, it's not yeah. like you hid it from your girlfriend, but you were intentional and you were, you knew the ways in which you needed to use this time to recharge, which is super valuable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still have another four days. Oh, I'm so, so jealous. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, my girlfriends and I, it was funny. We actually got together um, at the end of last week. Um, and there's a, a group of six of us and we've been friends. I've been part of the group since grade four. Um, but some of them have been since like kindergarten. And so coming up on 
like a collective 30 years of friendship in the next couple of years. Wow. And so like a few years ago, we went to Phoenix. Um, was it Phoenix? Yeah, it was Phoenix um, on a girl's trip. And hilariously, the five of them brought their like firstborn child with them. No, actually four of them. One of them couldn't no. come. So the, there was four what? of them and four babies. And it was hilarious and like they were all under a year old so oh my god like it was a f like we, I look at it now and I'm just like what like <laughs> I didn't have any kids at the time and yeah and so I was the only one without a kid and then one of the other girls couldn't make it because she had just had her second kid um right. and it just was like like I, I look, we look back on it now and, and I am like, you guys are bonkers. Like you're nuts yeah. for having done that. Yeah. I mean like all the power to you. It was super fun. We had a great time. It was a strange trip for me not having a kid and not being in that headspace of right. like yeah. need to make sure that I'm back at the house to put baby down for a nap and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like now I'm like, I mean, like you guys were awesome, all things considered. Yeah, like y'all are uh, champs. Absolutely. Like there's no way I would not have been 100 percent stressed out on that trip. For so, sure. Way to go. Um, Damn. So, anyways, we're talking about doing another trip, um, just to kind of celebrate the milestone of being friends for so long, and also we sort of have this like tradition of going on some form of a trip to be together for a set period of time. Anyways, all of that to say we, no one is bringing kids on the next one. We don't know when it yeah. is. It might be 2025. Um, but no one's bringing kids. And I'm like, when is it? Sign me up. I'll be there. <laughs> Let's go. Now. I can't wait. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so pumped. It'll be so weird. I mean, granted, I love my children and being away from them is hard and there's all that kind of stuff too. Of course, but of course, whoa, to like, but like mama needs a break. Like, and I think about, because the last time we went somewhere, uh, one of the girls brought her, the same one that couldn't make the other one, brought her newest, he was like three weeks old at the time. It was her third Holy kid. Holy cow. Brought her three-week baby, and then <laughs> oh, one of the wow. other girls was pregnant. And it just was like, yeah, it's going to be monumental when we can all go without our kids. It's going to be so yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, we need to get a plate, because we were all sharing a bed, the Airbnb that we were staying in. Um, it just worked out that way that we all kind of needed to either share a room or share a bed. And so I right. took it upon myself, weirdly enough, to I guess this one girl is like my best friend, but I shared the room with her and her three week old baby. And I don't know why I did that. Because that child woke up quite <laughs> actually he did pretty good. Um, but anyways, I just I I'm going to be like, nope, you guys, we are splurging if we're going on this trip and we are all yeah. having our own rooms, our own beds. It's going to be nice and totally. dreamy and we're going to sleep really good and it's awesome. Oh, I love it. So I can't wait. My mental health bucket will be so full after that trip. It's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah. So stay oh, yeah. tuned, folks, for another at least two years from now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll be there. I'll get there eventually. We'll still definitely be podcasting in two years, right? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that's, that's that's brave of you to say. I'm yeah. intrigued. I mean, you never know. Who knows, right? Anyways. You and I have been at it now for almost two years. I know. It's bonkers. Like this podcast is almost three years old. So weird. That blows my mind. So weird. That's a noodle baker, man. A I can't noodle baker. <laughs> I can't oh. handle that. 
hospital but yeah. for years. Self-care, mental health. Yeah. Take care of yourselves, friends. Find Take ways care of yourselves. to recharge yourself. Find the things that bring you joy because those are likely also the things that help you recharge. Yeah. And do them as often as you can within reason because it's important. It's important and you will show up to all of the other places a lot better if you are looking after yourself, which I yeah. now need to go and eat my words and tell my husband that I need to like, I don't know, do something <laughs> with myself. <laughs> Sometimes it's the weekend. Ooh, it's almost the weekend. So let's go. We'll see what happens. But I think one last thing that I, yeah. I want to say too is like I, I read this little article about self-help just in preparation mm-hmm. for this and mm-hmm. I, I pulled it up yeah the the intro to this article too is um is just so well put and I think it it clears up in my mind like some of the confusion around what self-help is so sure. it starts off by saying and this is an article from everyday health um, it says let's be or let's clear up one common misconception from the get-go self-care is not synonymous with self-indulgence or being mm. selfish mm. self-care means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy you can be well mm. you can do your job you can help others and care for others mm-hmm. and you can do all the things you need to do and want to accomplish in a day mm. so it, it's not synonymous with selfishness or being uh, being greedy or wanting totally. to take in and yeah. all. it's about creating a space for you to then be helpful totally and productive yes. and supportive yes. in the rest of your life 100% and i think that's such a huge reminder that yeah you know like you are not being selfish in taking this week off of work you are legitimately yeah. taking care of yourself um in a way that a not many people can do not many people realize that they should do, um, but but knowing that it's going to re-energize you to go back to work and do your job well um, yeah. is huge. Yeah. And then I go think, back into my life and yeah. be encouraging and supportive and helpful and useful. 100%. And, and like, yeah, it's not selfish for me to not tell anybody about no yeah taking a week off. yeah it's not selfish at all yeah i had i've had conversations with my sister about this i think <laughs> i think i've had conversations <laughs> with her about it um i think <laughs> but just <laughs> potentially um in in terms of and i think i feel like i'm riding the mom train tonight but um being a parent um being the I don't want to say the preferred parent, but like the parent who, um, the primary parent, is that correct? Hmm. I don't know. I'm the one who stays home with my kids. So I feel like I'm the primary parent. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas in some situations it's the other partner, whether that's male or female. Um, but being the primary caretaker, maybe that's the appropriate way to call it sure. of my kids. Um, it's really hard for me to sort of disassociate myself. Like I, from them. Sorry, I'll finish that thought. Disassociate myself from them. Like I think about, you know, like going to choir on a Tuesday night. I'm leaving Matt home to put the kids to bed by himself, which is not an easy task on a good night. And I just did three nights in a row by myself. So I can attest that it is not easy. And he does it every Tuesday night. So I'm very grateful that I get to go out. But at the same time, recognizing, remembering 
that, you know, I do get to hold that space for myself. And it is not, it is not a, I mean, it's a privilege, sure, in the sense that like I'm able to afford to be a part of a group that we're a part of and the time and all that kind of, and I'm able to do it because I have a partner at home who um, is capable of looking after our kids. But it's not like, like, I think I sometimes catch myself being like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for putting the kids to bed tonight. Like, I really Mm -hmm. am grateful that I get to be a part of this group because, or I'm really grateful that you are taking care of our kids um, so that I can go. And it's like, well, no, like I do it every day. Here's an evening for you. It's hard. Bedtime is hard to do by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause both kids generally go down around the same time. But um, you know, like I still get to do these kinds of things as well. You know what I mean? And um, and I think I I bring it up because I remember talking to my sister about it and just like she was, I can't remember what the situation was, but just like this idea of mom guilt over not being there for bedtime or not being home to help out with supper or not being, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That that, like I'm going to do. And it's like, well, no, honey, like you also get to have time. Like, I mean, (laughs) Matt is an introvert through and through. And so going out and spending time with friends is just like not his jam at all. Yeah. Um, And so I always, I'm like, how are you recharging? <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, but he, like, he goes out of the home for work. Um, and so he leaves, he leaves the house in that sense. Um, and so if it, if it is your need, desire, want, whatever to re-energize, to fill your cup, to take care of yourself by going out and doing something don't feel guilty that someone else is having to quote unquote pick up the Mm. slack at home if that makes sense and I think that's huge to remember that and for me to remind myself that when I do go out like I I will do my very best to make sure that I am home to help with bedtime um most of the time choir being the exception just because I have to leave the house but you know, there's been a couple of times where Matt's like, well, no, you can go like, just, just go. Like I've, I'm fine. I've got this, whatever. And it's like, Ooh, are you sure? Like, but I don't. And I, I catch myself where I'm like, um, I don't want the kids to have another night of like solo parent put down because it, it changes the dynamic for them. But it's like, Oh no, no, no. Like if you have an opportunity, take it (laughs) because Yeah, yeah, Like for me, I don't get them often these days. And so to make sure that I am taking care of myself, it's important. And if that means another night of solo parent put down, then you know what? So be it. And I have to remember that for myself because, yeah, giving yourself the grace to go and do the things that you want to do to take care of yourself is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's that phrase there is super important to like giving yourself grace. Mm -hmm. That's the key, I think. Mm-hmm. Like giving yourself grace to say that this is the thing that I need right now, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, what matters is I need this yeah. for me, and it's okay to need that. Yeah. Would you have the same mentality in terms of like taking this week off? Like, if you put yourself in a position where you didn't have paid vacation, how would you? Would you just like that would 
that would not be take tough. as much time or mm. I, I would probably would try you... and make it like a long weekend. Sure. Maybe instead of a full week, yeah. we'll take like two or three days off. Yeah. But having a full week was so nice. Yeah. Has been huge. And yeah. I also had Saturday off for a wedding. Right. So it's been like a week and a half, really. So nice. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give yourself the grace because. Give yourself grace. It's okay. It's okay. And it's okay for life to be hard too. I think that's important to remember. Yeah. It's okay that life is hard. It's okay that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Don't, like, don't let it, find ways to fix it. Yeah. Find ways to be proactive before you have to be reactive. I think Yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, download. Yeah. Feels like a curt segue, but here we go. <laughs> Download. Yep, done. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> Tell us about your day. I feel like a lot of your download comes from today, potentially. Uh yeah. There's been a lot of stuff lately. And we haven't right. really had a download for a minute. That's true. I mean, I guess realistically it's been like a month. Um but yeah, today like went to Turner Valley. We went to the Chuck Wagon Cafe. So good. In Turner Valley, which was awesome it was mm. so good it's such a cute little place mm-hmm. like really quaint all kinds of rural alberta farming gear all such over the walls vibes. and pictures yeah. and 100 such vibes for sure the food was terrific so good. i got what did you have um i think i got a ranchman's breakfast or something okay. it was like three over easy eggs and uh some toast and like hash browns and bacon sausage ham all of it it was just a good solid classic breakfast nice um and then helena got the uh the steak uh, i forget what it's called on the menu but it's an a benny the the steak fried benny or something like that it was crazy good she let me have a little piece of it and it had a uh it had a croissant as the base which was so tasty it was so so good um croissant is the base and then some steak and it was kind of like a thin strip like a flank steak or something on it's the bottom. It's the flat iron steak. Flat iron steak. That's yeah. it. I spent and... that whole time yelling at my husband trying to get him to tell me the name of it. <laughs> and uh and the hash browns were really good. So good. Really good hollandaise on there. Helena let And me it's on a croissant too, bite. right? Did you say that already? Croissant. Okay. Said, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was terrific. So good. 10 out of 10. And then we went immediately next door to the Eau Claire distillery. Yes. And checked out some of their stuff. I was able to try their single malt mm. uh, rye, which was so good. <laughs> so oh, good. it was so good. <laughs> it was like $100 a bottle. I'm like, oh I can't do it. I can't do it. No. So I'll spend like 40 on a bottle of gin instead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I bought a bottle of gin. Nice. Uh, it was like a cherry gin, which I'm Ooh. very excited to to tuck into around christmas time yeah come up with some fun christmas cocktails around that nice nice um and then we went to far brewing nice in turner valley just down the street so good yeah Um, i've actually the first time i drank far beer was at national down south with matt with your husband matt oh what were you doing at national it was after a new west concert or something oh yes okay 
I think yeah. like we went down there and it was a bunch of us and we were at the table and I said, like, I don't really know what I want to order. And I think he recommended it. He's like, dude, you got to try this. Beer. The Hefeweizen? And I tried it. I'm like, hot damn. Was it the yeah, Hefeweizen? The he- yeah. The, yeah. The Hefeweizen. Yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. Yes. But actually going to the brewery was really cool. So, fun. so it, yeah. it's like this German style brewery where they they follow the German purity laws for yep. brewing beer. And it's all made with Alberta grain. Nice. Which is top shelf. And <laughs> walking into that building too, they must have been toasting some kind of grain because mm. it, it smelled like toast in the air. Like They're... a toasted rye bread. It was amazing they recently just got approved to um like build a larger distillery nope not a distillery a brewery brewery. so they're expanding yeah i think it's like maybe a two i don't know if it's done i'm curious to know now where you were i'm was it like a small hallway that led into this like tasting sort of spot yeah it it was a little bit like seating upstairs or something Yeah, seating yeah, upstairs. Okay. So that's and still then the like same a, one. A gallery yeah. window, like yeah, into yeah, yeah. the brew house. So I don't know if they're expanding that facility or if they're building right. a completely new site. I'm not sure. But gotcha. it's kind of exciting that it's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then, then we walked around town a little bit. We saw that, uh, that shop Marshalls. that you recommended. Yeah. Marshalls. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of cool. Marshalls for and the then, listeners is uh, Heartland. Um, the character who plays Amy on Heartland, she opened up the shop in Turner Valley and it's called Marshall's. I think her name is something more. Oh no, her character on the show is Amy Marshall, I think actually. Oh, okay. okay. I think that's why. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. They yeah, walked around town a little bit and then we went into Black Diamond and went to Hard Knocks Brewery. Nice. Um, and it was, it was good stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really good stuff. They had this maple... Some, it was like a maple amber ale mm-hmm. that was really good. So Helena got a pint of that. And then I got a pint of the carrot cake sour. Weird. Oh, oh, oh it was good. Do you have to like it, carrot cake though? I don't no, like carrot no, cake. No, I don't think so. It tasted to me more like it, it was, and it wasn't quite as sour as other sours that I've had. Oh, it was a little more mellow. Okay. Uh, but it definitely had that sour to it. Yeah. And it had a real subtle, but Definitely present, like cinnamon vibe to it. Weird. It was really tasty. Kind of like raisin sweetness. Oh, I don't it was know. Very tasty. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, you lost me at raisin. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Raisin in a beverage sounds gross. Yeah. And then uh, and then we went into Okotoks and went to Covet. Yeah. Um, I'm like mildly offended that you guys didn't stop by and say hi now. You're like literally in my <laughs> neck of the woods and just like did a little ring around. Anyways, continue. You well, went to Covet, yes. I mean, next time I'm in town, I'll be sure to bring you next one. Next time you're in town. <laughs> Sounds great. For sure. <laughs> but you went to, Covet, went to Covet, which is a cute little like soda drink cookie shop. Yeah, it was cool. I was expecting it to be in like a strip mall or something, mm. but no, it's in like a little shipping container. Yeah, it's a sea can. A yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I, I got a latte. Helena got like a honey something oat latte. Just a honey and oat latte. That's just that. That's what oat, it is. That's, okay. Honey oat latte. <laughs> honey nut Cheerio oat latte. <laughs> uh, but I, I had a sip of that. It was very good. And right. then she got the chocolate chip cookie and I got the loaded. Loaded oatmeal. Loaded oatmeal. So good. Top shelf. So top, good. Top like shelf. little sea salt on top. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, 
That's yeah. a great spot. Other than that, like I've been watching the Ahsoka show on Disney Plus, which has been really good. I've been very much enjoying that. Mm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Noise. Uh, I had our buddy Stefan over the other, actually the same night that we recorded yes. with Lisette. Yes. I had Stefan over and we ended up watching a bunch of the Reputations tour nice. on Netflix. Yeah. Watched a good chunk of that concert. Nice. And then after that, I was like, okay, I got to listen to these albums. Yeah. And so I started at the beginning and now I think I'm all the way through now. Nice. Honestly. So it's been really good listening to those albums all the way through and seeing the evolution yes. in her in yeah. her music. So cool. Um, really got into that uh, Reputation album for yeah, sure. As I'm soon as surprised. you said, I'm not surprised. As soon as you <laughs> said, um, like, yeah, Reputation isn't my favorite, and it's got some like darker themes. I'm like, ooh, ooh, it sounds <laughs> Sign me delightful. Up. <laughs> Let's go. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Um, and then what else? The other oh man, okay, another music related thing. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Helena and I went to oh, right. a metal yes. show yes. last week. You know exactly what I'm yes. going to say. Yeah. We went and saw Ginger here in yeah. Calgary. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, Ginger is this Ukrainian heavy metal band that I flew to Vancouver two years ago to go see. So dedicated. Oh, my gosh. It was such a good show. <laughs> it was such a good show. Nice. Uh, the openers were terrific as well. They're called Monuments. Okay. I didn't really know any of their stuff before. But listening to their albums a bunch, like in preparation for this concert, I was like, these guys are solid. They're really good. Um, and then Ginger were just terrific. Hmm. They're absolutely terrific. And Helena like crowd surfed. So good. And she was in the mosh pit. Like, Amazing. Get, like throwing down. I was like, hot damn. Like, babe. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, she was she was getting right into it. She and she said afterwards, like, this was a transformational evening. Oh wow. Is she um, was she a metal fan before you? Or did she no, come to I appreciate it because so. of you? She's she's come to appreciate it. I've turned her. Wow. <laughs> but wow. she said it was an like, yeah, she she was at a loss for words honestly at the end of that mm. show like she said it was completely transformational mm -hmm. like going and seeing a few shows and then seeing one of this caliber now right and really appreciating Where was the music it? it was at mac hall okay you see nice. yeah so good such a great venue um yeah it was amazing i actually went with another one of our old guests on the podcast too my buddy josh mcdonald okay from, i think episode seven of this podcast he was the video game developer. Cool. For that episode. But that's awesome. Yeah, fun little trivia fact. <laughs> but such a good show. That's awesome. Anyway, I think that's it for me. What have <laughs> you been telling? <laughs> watching, gone reading, first, eating, learning, so listening. So boring in can in uh um comparison. But anyways. Um I mean, big shocker here. I finished a book last week. <laughs> yes, let's go. Um, I read House in the Pines. Um, it's a bit of a thriller, which I do appreciate and enjoy. Cool. Um, it's part of um, so Reese Witherspoon uh has a book club. So she basically finds books and essentially makes them super popular, I think. Yes. 
with her book club. So anyways, it's part of a book club. I've read one of hers before and I really enjoyed it. So um, anyways, it's, yeah, a bit of a thriller, super fun. So I read that one or I finished that one last week. Matt finished it over the weekend at his choir camp because he's got way more time than I do to read. Um, and I picked up Firefly Lane, which is, um, a book that's been turned into a series on Netflix, I think. Oh, with, cool. um, with Catherine Heigl and the girl that plays, I don't know what her real name is, but the girl that plays, I think her name is Andrea on, um, How I Met Your Mother, the one oh. girlfriend. And then she's also from Scrubs. Anyways. Oh, I think I know. These are the things that, that I care about in life. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I know which actor that so is. So anyways, I'm reading the book and then I will probably watch the series. Um, What else? Um, It's like coming up to Thanksgiving. And so yeah. cranberry ginger ale is out, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> which I love. I love cranberry ginger ale. Um, it's super good. It's so good. Do they make it in diet? I think so, actually. Yeah. Ooh, I may have to find a case. Yeah. Stay tuned for upload download (laughs) in four weeks. (laughs) Let me find out Um, if I can find diet cranberry ginger ale. I, yeah, super good. Um, Am I doing anything else? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to see on opening night, um, October 13th, um, which if you have been paying attention, Jameson, the 13th Mm. is a valuable number in whose life? Taylor Swift. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Eras Tour is coming to theaters. And so oh, that's right. I'm yes. going to see it with a friend on the 13th, awesome. which I'm super pumped about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to brainstorm while you were going on your big, long list of fun things <laughs> on your time My off. <laughs> My bad. Um, I think that's really it, honestly watching um i recently watched the new little mermaid on disney plus oh yeah is it um good? yeah i mean there's it's so funny watching a movie that you watch as a kid like i don't th- i cannot remember the last time that i watched like the cartoon like the original the little mermaid mm, same actually but a long time i obviously remember the storyline but like Watching it with the lens that I have now as an adult is like, whoa, in terms of like just the basic storyline, but also, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there's, there just were some funny things that happened that they did in the movie and whatnot, but it was good. I mean, it's nostalgic. It's cute. Like watch it. If you have Disney plus, I would say, um, yeah, there's some. It was like perfectly casted, honestly. Um, That's cool. Oh my gosh, and Melissa McCarthy as Ursula is amazing. Like, like I so need to see good. that alone. Yes, for sure. Um, and then Aquafina, um, is the voice of Scuttle, the bird. No way. Oh, that's um, great. I love Aquafina. Like there's off like any remake Disney Disney remake that's happened. There's always been extra songs added in, and there's a song that Scuttle cool. that Scuttle does, and it is so good. It's so funny. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll have to um, check it out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We're I mean we're on an only murders in the building, only murders Ooh. in the building. Kick. I've heard really good things about that show. Oh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend. It. It's great. Um. 
Is it on Disney Plus as well? It is, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's a good one. So we kind of try to keep up with the weekly episodes that get released. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's really it. I cool. That's all. Yep, that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. <laughs> I wish that, I had that, more. I feel like I probably all, do. <laughs> oh, um, uh, Porky. Porky? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there Porky. I had to remember his name. Um, yeah. I wish I, I feel like I'm going to like, we're going to get off of this thing and I'm going to be like, ah, oh, this was another thing. Like, I feel like there's another, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know it. I don't know it. It's all good. So that's the end. <laughs> well, thanks for joining great episode. us. Yeah. I think this was a good one. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us on another upload download. I know that sometimes I, I personally feel like these are easy ones to kind of sort of skip over um, and having the interview ones be more of like a focus. But yeah, this was like yeah. a pretty hefty in some ways conversation and good things to think about as we walk away Definitely. in our respective homes with I our respective jobs. I certainly wasn't jobs. worried about a lack of things to talk about in this episode. No, no, you know? definitely not. Definitely yeah, not. And, but... and there's a lot more that we could have said on it that we get a lot oh, deeper, sure. but yeah. I think I think we did okay. Keeping it light and still insightful. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Look at us yeah. just being great podcasters. Look at <laughs> us. Um, oh my gosh, just cool. calling that. <laughs> and on that note have a great and on that note life because i don't know oh. are, are they listening to it in the evening in the morning in the afternoon have a great day Ooh, hope you had a have, great day hope, hope you had, had a great day but also hope you have a great day i hope you have a great life taking care of yourself Ooh. can right? you just there cut out go. all of that other stuff and just have that <laughs> <laughs> thanks Nope, staying in. <laughs> Happy day. Uh, love it. Happy Talk day. Talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>